At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Hello and welcome. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Brian Beckner. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for finding us. Thanks for subscribing on iTunes, uh, rating the show. Leaving a comment. I saw there was one comment on there from Wes the Fat Kid. You're the man, Wes. Thank you. More people need to do that, though. Um, that, that that helps our game quite a bit. Uh, today on the show, I don't know if you could tell, I'm unwell. I'm sick. I've been stricken with flu. And I think – I don't even know how – I don't know anything about illness. I especially don't know anything about AIDS. So don't ask me about AIDS because I don't know anything about that. But I like had the flu. I had like fever, shakes. I had to be like all wrapped up in a blanket on my couch, shaking. My girlfriend bringing me tea like a pussy, like a little bitch. Now today I'm not. The fever seems to have subsided, but now it's kind of like moved into my chest. I had a cough. I'm coughing up mucus. My now it's in my sinus. My I've been using the neti pot to clear out my sinuses. I'm I'm the think of the biggest bitch you can think of. I'm worse because I don't do well being sick. I don't do well being unwell. But we soldier on, like we do this thing because we want to fucking entertain you. I want you to be fucking entertained by me. I get off on it. Makes me a little bit hard, okay? I'm not afraid to admit that. I'm not afraid to tell you the truth. This makes me excited. Gives me a gives me a charge. I love it. Today on the show, few. I noticed that this is a sports quasi sports show. We never talk sports, so which is fun to me. But you fucking get that everywhere else. Like you can hear people talk about sports literally literally anywhere. And everything they say is fucking stupid, but we'll talk sports sometimes when it needs to be discussed. Today on the show, though, we have more important, prescient news to discuss. First and foremost, noted author Cormac McCarthy. Don't imagine there's too many readers within the sound of my voice, but he's he's written a lot of books that became movies. No Country for Old Men, The Road. Well, his ex-wife, she has an interesting place. She likes firearms. She likes drama. And she combines her firearms with her drama in an interesting way, in a way that I feel like needs to be shared. We need to discuss it here. It's a perfect topic for this show. And so we are going to talk about Cormac McCarthy's ex-wife. Also, as a guy with an ex-wife, my wife, my ex-wife, I don't 
which is probably not this crazy, but it sucks that you always have to be defined the rest of your life by your relationship for a period of your life, but I don't want to get too existential here. So, sorry, Cormac McCarthy. Sorry that your name's attached to this. Here's another one perfect for this show. This is sort of a sports story. A cyclist. They're a weird bunch, by the way. This guy's a mountain biker. Who They're a little more tolerable. They're a little crazier. The roadies are the real assholes. But this guy was a mountain biker. And uh, he, he took a shit. He took a spill on his bike. And I'm, I'm a guy that rides a bike. I'm not, you know, I don't do it that much, but I've been a mountain biker. I sold my mountain bike. I don't currently have a mountain bike, but I've been a mountain biker in my life. I have a road bike that I like to ride. I don't ride it that much, but I imagine this guy took a shot to the package pretty hard. And if you ride a bike, you know that a lot of time in that saddle, it'll do stuff to your prostate area. It'll like, you'll be riding your bike. And the way the seat pushes against your prostate, sometimes you'll feel it in your dick. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not breaking any news to you guys. That's why they're like, they try to engineer the seat so they don't push on that spot. But this guy really felt it in his dick because he ended up with an erection for seven weeks, weeks, thirty-five days. Uh, that he was hard. Oh, that that only be five. Uh, okay, I'm not going to do the math here, guys. We'll read the story later. Seven-week erection from some guy falling on his mountain bike. Could it be worse? I don't think so. We could talk about that. A big, big segment from last week that I want to make a regular segment. The Bachelor. We've been talking Bachelor. We've had another episode of The Bachelor. Unfortunately, and this is this is kind of a bummer, our Bachelor correspondent is stricken with my same illness and she's recuperating in a hot bath somewhere like 25 feet away from me. So she's unfortunately unable to join us today to do her bachelor report, but I'll do it real quick. Some crazy bitch got really wasted and the bachelor guy made her bounce because she was so drunk and acting like an idiot. And I feel like that's the whole point of the show. So good on her. Uh, also, the chick that had a kid with Rodney Stuckey kind of wants to bounce. She told him about the kid. She didn't tell him that it was Rodney Stuckey's kid, which I feel like is, yeah, if you're going to tell somebody, you should tell somebody you have a kid. But if your kid is with an NBA player, I feel like that's that's part of the reveal as well. But she hung around. She thought about leaving. She hung around. So we'll, we'll do a, a full, a proper Bachelor report. Once Fancy Sauce's voice recovers next week. And then another, also, quasi-sports story. There's a pimp in Oregon, where all the best pimps come from, I imagine. I like self-identifying as a pimp, too. Like, what's your job? I'm a, I'm a fucking pimp. Like, I pimp women. Not I don't just say I'm a pimp like most people, like Snoop Dogg. I'm an actual pimp. Well, some pimp... That's doing a hundred years in prison for air Jordaning a guy practically to death. He's suing Nike because Nike, and he might have a case here. Nike didn't put on the box that his air Jordans could be considered a deadly weapon. And he wants to be compensated during his hundred year stay in the Oregon penitentiary. So sports angle there, sports law angle. Pimp suing Nike. Uh, joining us now, as always, my main man, Ed Daly. I've laid out the topics. Ed, how's it going? All right. So, sounds a little uh, that I'm doing a little better than you, Brian. I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. I'm taking. I'm taking a sip of water. Yeah, I'm a trooper. I'm. A, hey, I'm a fucking gamer. That's right. I'm, I I come to play. Like I don't fuck around. I'm not one of these guys that asks out of the lineup. I get in there. I take my cuts because that's that's all I have. You know, I don't have like I'm not super good looking. I'm not in really good shape. All I have is my ability to chase it. So I'm fucking here. I'm 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 playing hurt. Uh, how are you doing, man? How's uh, how's the how's the week away been? Uh, good. I had a uh, an interesting Saturday evening. 
with uh, my friend and his new lady friend. Uh, is this in this? Did you go like to the city? I went to the big bad city. I went to a. Uh, remember my month off of drinking? Right, that's over. Yeah, that lasted uh, six days. But well, you but can't not really. You... It, it, the situation was, yeah, my friend who lives out of happened to be in town with his new girlfriend, and I right. really wanted to meet her because she's a uh, she's an interesting character. She's uh, a twenty five year year old girl from Russia. Wow is your is your buddy your age? Uh, he is a couple years older. Yeah, yeah. So he's well. He's like thirteen, fourteen years older than she. It, it's it's possible. Yeah, it tricky, but possible he could be her father. She right, right, yeah, yeah. It could happen. She, but also she's from Russia. There's not like really good record keeping there. Also, you know the mobs in control. Easy to buy documents. She could really be. She could be seventeen. She, she could be 47. You, you she, just don't know. She she definitely is going to skew on the low end of that uh, barbell. But uh, did, did she have an accent, full uh, accent? She had a thick one. And the text I received about, about a half hour before meeting her was, be prepared to speak slowly at times. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so as I'm heading over there, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, all right, well – you know, I'm not 25, but you no, know, with you're the definitely right, not the right <laughs> the yeah. right type of situation, I can I can hang with people younger. Not yeah. not for a weekend, but for right. for, for right. one cocktail, sure. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I could make it happen. But then I thought, well, can I make it happen with a 25 year old Russian girl? Like what? No, that's what tougher. So then I'm racking my brain on the uh, train ride over. Right. What High I, degree of difficulty. What What do I know about Russia? It used to be part of the Soviet Union. Okay, so I could talk about that. And then I think, well, I was in about eighth grade when communism started to fall. Right, right. So uh, that that would happen in the, I don't know, maybe it was 89, 90 in that ballpark. You could be like, hey, how about that time we kicked your ass at hockey? And she'll be like, oh, what's not born? <laughs> yeah, well, just think about the communism. So I'm no mathematician, but uh, if she's 25, that means like the latest – yeah, I mean, she's born in like 88 or maybe even January 89. Right, that's crazy. So even if she was super precocious, the Soviet Union like didn't exist by the time she was out of diapers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She doesn't know. She hasn't been indoctrinated with the theory that Americans eat babies and stuff because <laughs> that's what they used to tell them over there. <laughs> yeah, she, does, she doesn't know anything I mean, about – I, what else do I know about them? I knew about meteors hitting their fucking country last year. And I I did ask her if she had a dashboard cam. And she does. She doesn't have a car. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need one. She's been exported. <laughs> but she does love techno music. Of course she does. And I asked her about the Olympics in a month. We go gave, disco. We go disco. She gave me a super vague answer about the Olympics. I was like... Honey, I just went through the entire catalog of my brain about Russia. Like, we're out. So then... You need to be more like, verbose, Svetlana. Yeah, lots lots of one-word answers. And so, like, by, you know, I want to say four, three, four minutes in, I just turned into Al fucking Roker. Like, I was just talking weather. So it's, it's, it's supposed to be a little less rainy tomorrow, like, shit like that. <laughs> what? I mean, shouldn't the buddy... I mean, obviously, he didn't import her for her conversational skills. He's he's a guy that does a lot of Eastern European business. So he's I've I've known of different girls in his life yeah. over the yeah. years that happen to be from, if not Russia, some of those other countries that used to be part of the Soviet Union. Right, right. Ukraine, but, yeah, but Georgia. Like, and then she asked like a couple, or there were some questions about like some tourism type things to do in New York. And my buddy is just giving me the look like suggest lots of uh, inexpensive tourist things we can do so we, we can go back to our room and I can do what I really wanted to do. What? Yeah, what a bastard. She's like, do you know it is justice of peace for quickie marriage? <laughs> In Russia, justice of peace, what marries you? <laughs> so, <laughs> you're making me cough. 
in the words of the great Teddy Roosevelt, bully for my friend. She was hot. I mean, she fit the part of a 25-year-old Russian girl. But, I mean, my God. I, I, I can't think of one thing to do. Well, I can't think of two things to do with her. Yeah, see, that's not that's not my thing. Like, I, I mean, I could think of something to do with her. But the, I mean, for sure. But there's a, that's like ten minutes. Deep. She could be super deep, right? But in English, she's not super deep, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She could be super deep, Ed. That's a that's a good way to think of her. Um, well, that's that's all. Was that now? Is this a double date situation, or did you leave the wife at home? No, I mean, it. it like I said, I'm still trying to stay firmly on the wagon. This was a. This was a one drink because they were going to dinner. I, I did get yeah. invited to a jazz club with them. Oh, I said, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to go and meet her myself and then go back home. So this was not a this was not a double date. This is me solo. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, you got to you got to be play it loose with those. I'm not going to drink rules, Ed. Right. You can you're, you're allowed to sneak one in here or there. Right. I don't plan on getting fully tanked into the, until the Super Bowl. People are going to hate me for the sound of my voice. I keep muting my mic and clearing my throat. But you guys can fuck off, okay? Go for it. You're like yeah. Jordan in that uh, Game 7 where he was he had the flu. Right, where where he pretended that he had the flu. But he was hungover. <laughs> and, yeah, he then the last... like the, two hours before the game. Yeah, at Indian Casino. Then, then the last shot of his career, because we don't count the Washington Wizards thing, was he totally fouled the guy. He, he pushed off like nobody's business. Yeah, he threw him out of the way <laughs> and hit the shot. Well, at least he's a good dresser. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's the king of jorts. He likes to get jorts, extra long jorts. Lots of buttons you figure, on his jackets. Lots to- you figure you're 6'6". Six, six, like regular shorts, because shorts don't come in lengths. No. So regular shorts are going to be a little short on you. So, but his shorts go down like mid calf, like a euro, like some of Svetlana's uncles, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So does he buy regular guy pants and wear them as shorts no. with with a, a shirt? He likes to wear all of the same fabric too. So if he's wearing some shorts, he's got a denim shirt on to go with it. It's it's very it's very comforting to see at least you know I hated him so much as a player, but it's comforting to see him as an embarrassment in both fashion and as an owner these right, days. Right. Also, getting married and knocked out after giving away half of his fortune to Juanita. Yeah. He's 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 ready to do it again. League wife. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he met her. She. You know, she was his banker. He, of and course, he, she fell in love. Right when he went to the bank for when he first came in the league, and he went to the bank to deposit all those fat checks. Juanita would serve him there. Yeah, that's how he met her, and then, and then he had to upgrade it's, a while down the road. Instead of giving him a lollipop, she gave him something else. Yeah, that's for sure. He he was doing his own thing. Yeah, so I'm ill. Um, I don't like. Don't tell. Nobody needs to ask me if I got a fucking flu shot. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get a flu shot. Some asshole today. Um, he's like, "Oh, dude, you're sick. Did you get a flu shot?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "No, I didn't get a fucking flu shot. I've never had a flu shot. Those things don't work." And he's like, "Yeah, but not getting a flu shot, you might not have got the flu. Not getting a flu shot, you for sure could get the flu." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." You know, he had, sort of had a point, but I don't like it when people have a point. Well, it's kind of it's kind of a dickish thing to say. At, it really at is. this point in the game. Maybe next year you consider it, but it's, it's done. It's like, did you, hey, did you get your dick cut off by a lawnmower? Yeah, yeah, I did. Wait, could you, you know, maybe next time think about, like, not putting your dick near the blade of a lawnmower. Be, oh, fuck, you're kidding. That's the be more careful next time response. <laughs> right, that's good advice. Also, my children did have flu shots because I took them to the fucking doctor to get them. And they're, they're the ones that gave me this illness. <laughs> so, also, is there anything... Is there anything worse than being sick? Sick? I was praying for my own death yesterday, Ed. I uh, I, I live a block away from a CVS. Yeah, so I did get the flu shot. Yeah, yeah. Of course you did. I've gotten, but I've gotten plenty sick. Just you know, bullshit. Like having a cold for a month and a half, just from having kid 
and then they just come home and sneeze right in my face. Yeah, it's really like they don't – if you don't have children, first of all, don't. Never have them. It's the best advice I could ever give you. Never have kids. Like my kids are cute and I love them and stuff, but it's 99% heartache when you have a kid. There's very, very little – few moments of enjoyment and no one will tell you that because our our species would become extinct that no one says don't have kids because everybody's thinking it but no one will tell you that because there there would be we'd be we're two generations away from not having any more people (laughs) there's you really need to appreciate the the brief moments of greatness with kids because like it is just just a a mountain of shit you have to climb to get to like one good hug or something like uh, that. Yeah, it is. It's the worst. And you can't let them really know when they do something too cute because then they feed on that and they want to, you know, try to play you again the next time. So got to play it close to the vest yeah, with these bonkers. assholes. Yeah, they are. I agree. Uh, all right. There was football games this weekend, Ed. Do we need to talk about that? It's pretty boring uh, champion or quarter semifinals, whatever the fuck it's called playoffs yeah it's it's set up for some good teams playing this weekend right. but uh basically hey if, if you followed my picks i think i went like two one and one or so two, oh you A pushed league. on one i pushed it was an eight point saints saints covered by i think a late score they covered against the seahawks so i'm just saying it it, it kind of just all the favorites won there was really not there was a little drama in that the uh chargers maybe decided to pass about two and a half quarters too late. But but uh, that was the only sort of drama leading up to the end. The Chargers blew, dropped a sure interception early in the game that immediately turned into a Bronco touchdown, which was probably the difference in the game. Would have been a much tighter game throughout. They wouldn't have had to try to come back. They also missed a field goal or a couple field goals. I don't know. Uh, but basically all the teams you thought were going to be – challenging each other for the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season are right no so sense. not not really too many surprises um we'll see what happens but it's I'm thinking that it's going to be a Seattle New England Super Bowl yeah I think it's going to be the Niners and and the Patriots. you like you like the Niners to go to Seattle and win now do you, I don't know if you know this Ed <laughs> don't talk about the fucking sound decibels very loud my God. Where's, yeah. enough, I, enough with the fucking sound uh, the sound discussions by announcers I thought everyone in Seattle was on heroin like why are they yelling so loud at games calm down yeah. Is it, it's embarrassing to yell just just shut up just chill the fuck out chill the fuck out they're so Stop. proud they're so proud of themselves I mean it's it's a pretty nice city but right it's a great city but yeah I, I love gem. Seattle but yeah. Fuck off with the uh, oh we 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 just created an earthquake when Marshawn Lynch scored and yeah, oh right. we're like a we're like a jetliner taking off. Right. Just yeah. Shut up. Enough. Enough. Go back to your job at that fish market because I assume everybody works there because that's the only B roll they have is of the guys <laughs> throwing fish. Also, who's buying whole fish like that? Yeah, that's a pretty aggressive dinner. Right. Yeah, it's a whole huge. Yeah. Like I'm I want to cut up down like eighteen pounds of cod tonight. <laughs> Right. Like, have it filleted. Like, I realized that this used to be a fish, hopefully this morning. I don't need it still in full fish form. Right. This isn't the 19th century and Pa Ingalls is going to whip something up for, like, the whole frontier. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to do – like, I wouldn't be able to buy that and bring it home. i just look yeah. at it with a knife and be like, how the well, how am I supposed to get the fucking bones out yeah. of this thing? Yeah. First, you got to carve out the eyeball and then you got right. to debone it. Too confusing. Like yeah. Seattle, get with the times. Get off heroin. <laughs> Enough with the fucking Starbucks. Right. Turn Stop. down the sound garden and give me a deboned fish. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Hey, brilliant fucking opening. Really impressed with us as usual. Playing hurt. We're doing our thing. Let's take a break. Let's regroup. Let me clear my throat, drink some water. I've been drinking tea, too. What a fucking pussy. I've been drinking so much tea, Ed. Ugh. Well, the, Protect my the, instrument. The grossest thing you're doing, and I've, I've been there, but the neti pot, it's just... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's so gross. <laughs> the neti pot. I can't even... Like, like with most things that are too technical, I can't seem to do it properly. 
Yeah, I'm just pouring things and it like spills into my eyes and yeah. Yeah, it gets all stuck. It gives me an ice cream cone headache. It comes out of the original nostril. I can't – and everybody's like, it's so fucking easy. And then my kids do it and they're like, here, yeah, just like this. And they do it. It just works perfectly. And then I go to do it and I, I, I'm i a mess. Yeah. I look like an idiot. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work for me. I agree. Bad scene. All right. Let's take a break. Let's regroup. I'm going to cough something up. I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to rally. I'm going to recharge. When we come back, Cormac McCarthy's ex-wife is – she's armed, but she's armed in a very interesting way. <laughs> we'll read that. Also, we're going to talk about that dude that he accidentally got a boner for seven weeks. I'm looking to have a boner for about seven minutes at a time. Yeah. That's about my max. Right. After we're, about 10, I'm, I'm impatient with it. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it needs to do its work. Yeah. Like it's do what it's it's intended to do. Yeah. And uh and then, you know, I'm gonna be snoring here pretty quick. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Baller Lifestyle Podcast, ballerlifestyle.com. Lifestyle Podcast, BallerLifestyle.com, Brian Beckner, Ed Daly. Thanks for joining us. I came, it was brought to my attention by Ed. Our show's on iTunes now, which is good, but it was brought to my attention via Ed that the last episode isn't on iTunes, so I, I hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it is. I'll try to sort that, make it happen. I'm not too smart. I'm not any kind of smart. I'm I'm the I'm limited in my abilities with everything, so we'll see. Well, I'll try, I'll try to figure it out. Um, topics of discussion. Let's just get right into this one. Cormac McCarthy's ex-wife. I'll read you from the story. The ex-wife of Cormac McCarthy, famed No Country for Old Men novelist, was arrested over the weekend after a domestic dispute with her boyfriend over space aliens having sex with a gun and then pointing said pistol at her bow. And the smoking gun discovered a statement of probable cause that described in detail the bizarre dispute that took place in New Mexico. The report described that Jennifer McCarthy, that's not, we're not going to leave that detail out. 48 had gotten in an argument with her boyfriend at their home over space aliens. Who the fuck hasn't done that? After their row, McCarthy had some time to cool off, but then came out of her bedroom dressed in lingerie with a silver gun inside of her vagina. How big is her vagina? First question. She then proceeded to use the pistol as a sex toy and asked, not this question is beautiful. She asked the question, who is crazy, you or me? That is, that is literally a loaded question. McCarthy then pointed the gun at her boyfriend's head, but he took the gun away from her and later threw it in the toilet and then moved it again to the trash can outside. Police confirmed in the statement that they found the gun. She was arrested and taken to jail. Um, okay. Few things here. Unless, who's crazy, you or me? Unless the dude has a bazooka up his ass, I'm going to say it's her. But she's pointing a gun at him, so he probably had to say, uh, I don't know, baby. Let's let's figure this out. Like No, she's she's in the pro she's she's masturbating herself with the gun. She's sexing she's in the process of sexing the gun. I imagine putting the barrel I don't know, maybe the handle. Yeah, what what kind of gun is this? I mean I I, I don't know guns that well, but I can't imagine that many are the right size. Unless, unless Cormac McCarthy is packing some real heat himself. Right. 
Right. Maybe he's got a gun of his own. Yeah, um, yeah she she must have an ample vagina if uh, it could handle a, a three fifty seven load. Uh, you ever see Taxi Driver? <laughs> yeah. Martin, Martin Scorsese's part? You ever see what a thirty eight will do to a woman's pussy? Oh, never mind. Watch the movie, Taxi Driver. <clears throat> um, also, Ed... How about this woman's name? Like, she. I, I also love it when somebody marries somebody famous, and they don't go back to their original name. I remember as a kid, I was watching a talk show, and the the host of the talk show or the guest on the talk show was Steve Garvey's ex wife, Cindy Garvey, and and they were long and, divorced. Yeah, they'd been long divorced, and she said, and they're like, "Oh, so you're married to Steve Garvey." You know, how's that? How, what was that like? And she's like, you know, I would just like to really close that chapter in my life and put the put my mantle as Steve Garvey, Garvey's wife behind me. And I'm like six years old and I'm like, well, how about you go back to your own fucking name then? Like, if you don't call yourself by the guy's name. You won't be associated with him anymore. Yeah. So this woman, her, her, oh, her original name is Jennifer Winkley. <laughs> But her married name is Jennifer Jenny McCarthy. What do you think about that, Ed? I had to say, despite all of the crazy shit you just told me. The gun sex. The gun sex. All, all of it. Right. She, alien, space alien arguments. Space alien arguments aside, she still is nowhere close to being the most crazy Jenny McCarthy. I, I got to agree. She's, she's definitely – I haven't met her. Right. But she would have to do a lot more annoying things. Did, did it say in the article be- that she, uh, because she was a Playmate of the Year, she somehow thought she was qualified to answer questions about children's vaccines? Did it say that in there? She, she, no, it doesn't say anything about leaving, leading the anti-immunization charge because – she took her clothes off for Playboy in 1993. It doesn't say anything about that. Did it that. say anything about her having uh, some huge fake guns that uh, she was – and she made some fart noises and that gave her a sitcom? Right. No. No. It says nothing about that here. No, no word on whether or not she ever sexed other insane person Jim Carrey either. <laughs> So the New Mexico McCarthy has a lot of wood to chop before she can take the mantle of craziest Jenny McCarthy. Got to agree. She's yes, she's putting a gun in her vagina, but maybe that's her thing. You know, we don't know. We don't know. But different strokes for different folks. Eh? Yeah, and the, the sad, the sad ending to the story is at least the story as crazy as it is. If she was also hot and crazy, but my God, that mugshot. Yeah. Yeah. She's I, not. I don't know. Like she looks like uh, I don't know Ginger Rogers from uh, from Cream or something like that. Right. The the drummer, not the famous yeah. dancer from the forties. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Yeah. no yeah. She Ginger Baker, not Ginger yeah. Rogers. Ginger. Ginger Baker. That's right. Yeah. Ginger Baker. Yeah. She definitely like she's. Would have to be a lot less annoying to justify her. You know, this she looks like the kind of woman that should be cooking, be very agreeable to her man, not not starting arguments over space aliens and or gun sexing herself because she's just not hot enough for that. Right. And of course, the state she did all this is famous for one thing, and it's a show about meth. So. There's a there's a possibility something like that could be in play. I feel like alcohol isn't enough of a substance to act this crazy. So you might definitely be she's, right about she's that. She's got one of those faces of meth after shots. Okay. Right. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She's 48. She looks about 68. So I'm good, good. Congratulations to Cormac McCarthy, who is he was a much older guy, I think, yeah. uh, for getting out of that. Yeah. For, get, for getting out of that relationship. Uh, okay, next story. And Ed, you found this one. You sent it to me. And I, all I read was... Uh, all I saw in the email was... 
weak erection and i'm like well yeah i'm 38 i know everything there is to know about a weak erection and then i then i read a little further and it says man treated for seven week oh. erection that's a that's that's a problem and I'll, I'll just read the story a young man has been hospitalized after a mountain biking accident left him in a constant state of penile erection for seven weeks the 22 year old Endured the condition known as priapism, term you should not Google under any certain circumstance. No. Right. Also, free metal band name right there, priapism. For 35 days. I, 35 days. Seven times five is 35. Am I doing the math wrong? That's five yeah, weeks. You're seven days British a week. newspaper uh, go, that, that reported this is going on five-day weeks. Right, much yeah, business week, uh, much less painful. Five a five week oh, erection, no, no, no big deal. deal. Right, <clears throat> before but the twenty two year old endured the condition known as priapism for thirty five days before seeking medical help. Doctors initially attempted to combat the erection with compression. <laughs> I don't want anybody to ever combat my erection. Yeah, there's one thing to do with it. Compression right. doesn't sound like the right thing. No, no, you should do like soft <laughs> but they put things it, they to put it. put it in a dictionary and slam it shut. Like what, what is compression? <laughs> I picture them putting like one of those, like when a guy gets a compound fracture uh-huh. in a football game, they bring out, they wrap it with one of those um, inflatable yeah. things and then they pump it up. Yeah. I feel like that they put one on his dong, <clears throat> which those would have to come in sizes. So I'd be like, Hey, can, can you give me the large or like the medium? No, you're saying small. You sure? Can we just let's just start? Like, let's work our way down. We'll start with the extra large right. or large. Uh, at, they started with compression, but it persisted after a special dressing was removed two weeks later. There's the extra two weeks, Ed. It took him two weeks to try to smash his dong back to normal size. <laughs> but when they removed the dressing, so I feel like that's like a soap opera. <laughs> Move where like somebody gets somebody gets plastic right. surgery and they like unwrap them and it turns out they're like the twin brother of a different guy. <laughs> you know, it's like face off. Yeah, or it's like uh, Nicholson when they took off the the bandages in Batman. They reveal he's right. the Joker. Wait till they get a load of me. That's what this guy said about his cock. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> they, they pull off all the ace bandages and then it's just still just you know just turgid yeah. as hell. I can't believe they cured it with gel foam and four tiny platinum coils. Well, yeah. The condition was eventually cured when gel foam – the fuck is gel foam? And I I don't know what gel foam is, but I don't want it near my dick. And four (laughs) tiny platinum – see, I would like call the reporter. I'd be like, hey, four tiny platinum coils? Like – yeah. Extra large coils, please. Some editorializing there. You know, can we at least say medium-sized coils? were inserted at an abnormal artery and vein connection. I never want to discover my cock's abnormal artery and vein connection. Like, I I could live the rest of my life without knowing that's happening down there. (laughs) With the man making a full recovery and reporting satisfactory erection and intercourse. You know, he's he's like, yeah, yeah, I got laid. (laughs) He just wants everybody to know. He probably called the reporter and be like, hey, you forgot intercourse. Because we know that yeah. that's complete bullshit. Right. Because first of all, this guy had a turgid penis for thirty-five days, yeah. and he did nothing about right. it. Right. He's tw- he's a twenty-two-year-old guy with a month-long boner, all- and he didn't have sex or masturbate. Right. Also, a mountain biker. Like, yeah. how much pussy is that guy getting? Not too much. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Just put the uh, did the old te- Texas belt buckle all day. Just hope for the best. <laughs> just pin that thing up. And well, I mean, what kind of 22-year-old does nothing with Vlad the Impaler for a month? Yeah, I'm I'm figuring like, you know, I'm not too quick to go to the doctor, I, I'll admit. Sure. But I'm thinking like three days in, I'd, I'd at least make a call. Like, hey, just probably no big deal, but doc, listen, my, my doc. And if it was injured, I'm, I'm thinking he did nothing with it. So a 22-year-old... Yeah, yeah. That's nothing with his penis except for I'm assuming he urinated, right? Because that would be pretty fucked up if he didn't do that for real. Hard to piss with a boner though. 
Yeah, he's got he's gonna be like all bent over at the waist. Yeah. Unless he's got a urinal in his house. Or but he's uh, one of those sit down bros. I know a couple of those guys. And I know oh, you're I listening. Have to sit down with a fucking boner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think I, I don't didn't think about that. There are so many I just think he's he's full of shit that he's he's saying that uh he's having satisfactory erections and in intercourse. Like maybe the erections are bad, right. but like this is a guy that no. Yeah. The hardcore bikers I, like you, you were saying that you you bike sometimes. I, yeah. I'm not. A, I don't have a problem with biking. I like bikes, but right. yeah, bikers like uh, people that are just into being the worst guys and mountain bikers. Like no, the, this guy's getting laid. Militant cyclist. You know the ER doc. He came in and the ER doc's like, ooh. So you went with the whole team kit, huh? But you're not actually on that team. You just buy. <laughs> the jersey of your favorite writer and you wear it like what's up with that and the guy's like dude dude, just can you look at my dick and and the doctor's like no seriously you need to break that down to me also what's up you know i used to ride a mountain bike and the road guys are the biggest assholes in in riding my bike to the place i would ride it off road you would encounter a lot of cyclists coming the other direction or on the trip and it's a it's a rule that the road cyclist will only wave to other road cyclists. Oh, there's there's even like a pecking order within the bicycle community. Absolutely. If you are on a mountain bike or God forbid, a jogger, no. you're not catching a wave from a dude on a road bike because he's serious. He's fucking climbing the Pyrenees. He's got a yellow bracelet. He rocks Lance Armstrong's whole fucking line of clothing. Yeah. Uh, you cannot you cannot fuck with the road cyclists. And I know there's some of you listening that are road cyclists, so Let me let me tell any of you road cyclists out there yeah. which ones are acceptable. The ones that are wearing white t shirts that say cutters on the chest. If you're in the movie Breaking Way, I'm cool with you being a cyclist. Right. Those guys are cool. Riding around on a dirt track with Kelly Leak and Dennis yeah. Quaid and your shoes taped. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern and your shoes taped to the pedals. The only guy yeah. we don't know is the main <laughs> guy in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he he, he uh, resurfaced in Django. Did he? he was, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was like the brother of DiCaprio. He was like the blonde, kind of wispy dude at the table. Your fucking ability for recall, your knack for recall, Ed, is uncanny. I don't, I don't <laughs> feel like I wouldn't recognize that guy. My whole skill is recognizing people that are on the wire. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you watch True Detective? Uh, not yet. Oh, you got Is there some wire appearances? Yeah, a lot of wire folks. On True Detective, quite a few, as a matter of fact, and really good show. You need to watch that. Yeah, it's it's on the DVR. All right, yeah. Cyclist, seven-week hard-on. Like I said, I feel like seven minutes is probably my max hard-on period. Uh, but thoughts and prayers. I'm glad this guy got it sorted out. But he's got a lot more to sort out. 22-year-old dude That's for not sure. emptying the snorkel for a month. Then having to get it drained. Also, what's up with this doctor trying to compress it for two weeks? <laughs> the guy's been through enough. Yeah, I mean, I know people have mishaps by taking too much Viagra and stuff, and they get this situation. Like I said, never Google the term priapism. It's okay, it's okay to name your metal band that, kids, but it's not an okay search term. But I know that what they do is they drain their dicks with a, with needles. So I feel this happened in some other country, which they're not as civilized. I think it was like in England. Yeah, it was Ireland. Ireland. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean they they don't have too forward. You know, the, the whole surgery probably probably happened in a pub. Right. Drink drink a, drink a couple pints of Guinness, yeah. and then uh, you'll be sufficiently shake prepped. shake it. Dip your dong in some Guinness, and then go play a round of golf. Go play that game where uh, where you throw the metal ball down the road, and everybody follows you. Do you know that game? <laughs> what? There's a game. I'm pretty sure it's Irish. Where you get, I think it's called like, 
It's some kind of bowling or something where it's two two bros get, both have like a metal, like a large metal um, ball bearing and they – I don't know what the point of it. Like it's to throw it – the first to throw it a certain distance and it's like the distance is like a couple miles. You sound like you're describing something from like the kite runner, like the Middle East. No, this, this is, is Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, it might be Scotland, but what the fuck's the difference? The <clears throat> they these two guys, the two competitors, wing this ball bearing down the road, and then they're followed by a giant group of drunks. And the whole time, the drunks—it's kind of like flipping quarters. The drunks are placing bets on the two guys, and you're throwing it. A, you know, over miles and they all traipse down the road as they're throwing these metal balls and whoever crosses the finish line first with the throw wins. Somebody t- I see. I don't even know what to, what, you what, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> this is the craziest shit I've ever I'm go- heard. I'm Googling ball bearing bowling. <laughs> it's all about ball bearings. <laughs> it's all about ball bearings these days. There's a name for it. Somebody will know. Somebody is listening. God damn it! All right, we're gonna we're gonna make a, a post about yeah. this sport. Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. You're a smart, motherfucker. All right, yeah, we're gonna figure that out because it's Ed doesn't believe me. Ed, a fucking self-proclaimed Irishman, doesn't know about his fucking heritage and thinks it's from the Middle East. I gotta explain shit to him. I gotta drop knowledge. What what I know about being Irish is super pasty skin that doesn't tan, right? And yes. super uh, limited equipment size, right? Right. Um, ability for booze. Uh, yeah, ability to like highly evolved liver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, that's about as much as I know too. Um, okay, last story, final story of the day. Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Check us out on iTunes. We're going to get this sorted out. This guy, there's this guy in Oregon. I'll just read you the story. Pimp. I like I like that this guy identifies himself as a pimp. Pimp Sir George. I can't even read his name. Giorgio. Sir Giorgio Clardy sues Nike for $100 million after he used Air Jordans to stomp John. Not a guy named John. A John. A convicted Portland, Oregon pimp is suing Nike for $100 million because he says the company should include a warning label on his Air Jordans that said they could be used as a deadly weapon, according to the Oregonian. Okay, first of all, Portland. I picture a pimp in Portland looking like Devendra Barnhart. Devendra Banhart, you know who that is? No. Of course you don't. Um, I picture him having like a ponytail, a beard, like... Uh, like uh, somebody who looks like he uh, he's in the movie Prefontaine. Right, right. At, at least, he's got at least two articles of clothing that come from Guatemala. Yeah. He's He's got a joint and behind his ear. He's like trying to sell you his girls based on who's got the longest boobs and the most bush. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Needless to, needless to say, Sir Giorgio does not look like that. Sir Giorgio Clardy was convicted of repeatedly stomping a man's face after he didn't pay one of Clardy's prostitutes in 2012. You gotta pay him. He's serving a hundred year sentence for second degree assault and other crimes, including beating one of his prostitutes so badly she was bleeding from her ears. I'm totally not laughing. This time, Clardy blames Nike. Of course, and I love this. He, he wrote his own lawsuit since he's in prison, doing 100 years. Under product liability, there is a certain standard of care that is required to be upheld by a poten- by potentially dangerous product. There's no A in there. Here comes my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. Clardy wrote in his complaint, Do, D-O, to the <laughs> fact that these defendants named in this tort claim failed to warn of risk or to provide an adequate warning or instruction it has caused personal injury in the likes of mental suffering 
I he, like that he, he used the words tort and adequate, and yet he couldn't speak. He misspelled the word D-U-E. <laughs> right. Uh, also, I like that he's the one that suffered. Meanwhile, there's a guy that eats through a straw right now for failing to settle up with Trixie. And and Trixie's got bleeding eardrums. Right. Yeah. And Trixie <laughs> caught some, too. Back in June 2012, it was reported that Sir Giorgio was arrested as part of a sex trafficking bust. He was arrested along with Princess Dawn Tally Stevenson, who was suspected of prostitution. I like that she goes with princess and a hyphenated last name. Yeah, that, maybe that's an official title. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, maybe she and is an actual princess. And it's kind of heartwarming that she's honoring both her parents. That is really cool. And I wonder if her sister, um, if her sister-in-law, Kate, and her brother, William, are proud of wh- what her life's become. Her working with the less fortunate Johns of the world. Right. For the royal, royal crack baby. Um, well, my thing, I'm mostly like, this guy might have a case. Nike might be negligent here. He didn't know that those Jordans had the possibility to stomp a guy's lights out. Also, Sir Giorgio, is that his real name? Yeah, this is the, this is the big glaring problem here. Tell me. There's, there's not many professions where changing your name like is a viable option. For example, my name's Ed. It's it's boring. It inspires nothing, but maybe a guy could change your oil. Right. But it's the moniker I was given, so I had to deal with it. Is is that your dad's name? <laughs> yes, it is. And of my course grandfather's. It is. Of, course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it ended with me. My right. kid's not Ed. Well, yeah. Because your I wife wasn't take, taking that bullshit. No, I didn't <laughs> take the bullshit. Yeah. I, I never became a pimp or a rap star, so I had to just write out plain old Ed. This guy didn't a, have the right name. This guy is a fucking pimp. Like, I'm guessing, I don't have any inside knowledge, I'm guessing Don Magic Juan is in his, on his birth certificate. Right. The guy just named himself Don Magic Juan. Or exactly. Hair. Right. And this guy comes up with Sir Giorgio? Exactly. Juan? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> here's my question. One would assume that since he's an inmate and he's doing a hundred-year bid in the Oregon pen... Yeah. The story would have his given name. Like, he's suing somebody from the penitentiary. He's got to have his name on the lawsuit. That's true. So that leaves two options. Either he was christened, (laughs) born Sir Giorgio Clardy, or, and this is what I'm hoping, at some point he walked into some government building in Oregon, of all places, and filled out a form to, it paid like 75 bucks, and legally changed his name to oh. Sir Giorgio. The possibilities of a pimp name are endless. And this guy went with Sir Giorgio. Yeah, that I mean, is I a crazy one. I would like reference a song or something. Like something. Maybe right. be the first ever pimp with a clash name. Like That's, maybe maybe name himself Rudy Can't Fail Clardy. That's not a, what. What about like a pro like Vita Blue Clardy? <laughs> You're just pro athlete. Or, I also wonder, was Giorgio, when he changed his name, was he thinking he was naming himself, like, Sir Giorgio? Like, Giorgio Armani? And, like, he just fucked up. Right. And why not fuck up in the grandest of fashion by making it official? I feel like Sir Giorgio, like, probably didn't study at the Sorbonne. (laughs) I'm just guessing yeah. like he doesn't he didn't he's not a Rhodes scholar. He didn't he didn't go to Oxford. Yeah, again, again I don't, I don't have inside knowledge, but I'm guessing that sir, like I'm guessing he wasn't actually knighted. You know what? That's a good good question. He's I don't If anyone could find like a YouTube clip of him being knighted. Yeah. That would that would probably help us. He case. I think I saw him with a with a, a pick in his afro right behind Elton John as Elton John was kneeling before the Queen, <laughs> Tiny Dancer, and then Sir George or just George at the time. I knight you, the strongest pimp hand in all of the kingdom, Sir George. <laughs> bitch better, I'm Sir Georgiero, Feel free to smack a bitch. And this this the lawsuit. I I know what he's kind of. 
He's grasping. You got a hundred years right. in the pokey. You're going to start a lot of time things. to file lawsuits. But as the quote goes, it's a lazy carpenter who blames his tools. <laughs> <laughs> if if it's a viable lawsuit, then I've got a mega complaint to file with Trojan for the years of subpar performance in the sack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like he intended to stomp some guy's lights out. Those Nikes performed satisfactorily, if not excellently. The heel didn't fall apart, right? I assume the aces didn't bust. Pimps like to keep their shoes real clean, too. So he went off and washed, cleaned them up. He got some money from one of his bitches and went and had them shined uh, right away, I'm sure. And this is a dangerous precedent because what would be next if, if he wins this? You know, then we'd probably be in a land where fat people sue McDonald's and smokers start suing the tobacco companies. All right? Like what? What would happen? Yeah, crazy. That's a crazy world to imagine. I, it, it would be I to think of a day when that happens. It, yeah, it would be like the Kennedys suing Lincoln. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Ed, you're a trooper. That's true. I was just going to say that. On the back. I was just going to say that about me. You're right. Um, great show, as always. Oh, I'll work out the iTunes thing. Who the fuck knows? Because people people are definitely downloading the show, but they're probably doing it, obviously doing it from the website. I'll work out the iTunes thing. I want you all to subscribe and comment because and, we're going to try to do this every week. Next week, for sure, Fancy Sauce will come back with a Bachelor report. We'll have the Super Bowl matchup sorted out. Then we can talk about how the fuck... It's 2014, and the goddamn Super Bowl is still played on a Sunday. When, and there's no holiday. Well, yeah, there's no national holiday the next day. All of our hungover asses have to go to work and try to ride out a day, play the goddamn Super Bowl on a Saturday, so we can have a full Sunday to play golf and drink Bloody Marys and recover. This is bullshit. And they have two weeks before the game. Right. It's not like it would be a short prep week. They take the extra long week. It's so boring. There's so many stupid sports radio interviews. It's awful. I hate it. I hate the two weeks before the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is typically not that great. Anyways, let's play it on a Saturday so I can drink as much as I want. At this Now, I'm so old that if there's any possibility that I'm going to be hungover, I just have to abstain because I can't fathom the possibility of waking up hungover and going to work. It's just too much for me at this age. I'm just too fucking old for that bullshit. So play the Super Bowl on a Saturday or make, you know, Obama. Just President's Day. Right. Are people sitting around singing happy birthday to George Washington no. or Lincoln? Like, fuck it. Just turn President's Day into post-Super Bowl day. That's a great idea, Ed. As always, you're a fucking idea, man. You're brilliant. All right, Ed. Thank you for – thanks for being here. Thanks for holding me up through this – grueling hour process um thanks for listening everybody follow us on twitter he's easy at daily i'm brian beckner we'll talk to you guys next week peace that america cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection it's time to cheer for egg mcmuffin and fresh cracked eggs at mcdonald's it's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest to goodness morning meal breakfast it's on at mcdonald's now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks available only through the app mobile order and pay available at participating mcdonald's mcd app download and registration required At ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. 
like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.